Hello, I am Jeremy Kingsbury. This is Way Too Twog's Bagpipe and History Podcast, the show where you come along with me as I explore the likely repertoire of 18th and early 19th century bagpipers. Let's listen to some tunes. So this week we are going to have the first part of the collection of tunes that were published by Fitzmaurice. So this is known as Fitzmaurice's new collection of Irish tunes adapted for the pianoforte, union pipe, flute, and violin. Uh, Fitzmaurice was an Irish piper that lived in Edinburgh for a couple of years uh, at the kind of beginning of the 19th century. So this collection uh, is probably from around 1807, 1808. We're just going to play number one. There winds up being about four of these, and my hope is to play through all of them eventually. It's some pretty challenging stuff. It's uh, I feel like I've been playing a lot of easy music lately, and starting with uh, Fitzmaurice was sort of challenging to get through. But uh, some good tunes that certainly any other Inland Pipers that listen to this might be able to do something better with. Um, but we're going to play through the first part of that. So there's just four tunes in this first um, first collection. And those four are, we're going to play A Connacht Air, Spatter the Dew, Moggy Will You Come Again, and Billy O'Rourke. So Spatter the Dew is a pretty recognizable tune. Uh, Goodman has a setting for it that's, you know, it's much fewer parts, but it's recognizable. So we're going to play that. Uh, we're going to play Francis O'Neill, Spatter the Dew, which has big, has a, about as many parts as Fitzmaurice's, but it, I think it's a different tune. Not 100% sure. Uh, and then we're also going to play Roche's Spatter the Dew, which is definitely a different tune. Just same name. Uh, it's a slip jig in Fitzmaurice, and Roche has the tune as a reel. And like I said, it's not like a different version of it. It's a different tune. But Spatter the Dew was a name that sounded familiar to me, but the tune didn't match it. And I'm pretty sure Roche's Spatter the Dew is what I have heard before. So we're going to include that. Uh, Billy O'Rourke from Fitzmaurice has a number of similar tunes and other traditions. So we're going to play William Vickers' Why Did You Pr- Promise to Marry? which again is, a, you know, similar to Billy O'Rourke. And then from Bruce and Stoke, a Northumbrian collection, we're going to play uh, Jockey Up in the Hayloft. Those are all pretty similar tunes. Uh, and then we're going to finish off with, well, not quite. I'm going to play a mystery tune as well. So uh, Moggy Will You Come Again has some, the variations that sort of has some early 90s or 90s and early aughts kind of kitchen piping, fancy piping stuff going on in it. And it reminded me of a tune that I can't remember the name of, so I'm playing it here. So hopefully y'all can fill me in on what the title is. Uh, and then we're going to finish off with Simillion Dixon. First, I'll play Hacky Honey. And then we're going to have a lovely track from David Greenberg and Chris Norman's album. Um, likely people have heard this from the Lowland and Border Piping Society's album Reclaimed, um, but there's only about half of the track on there that they recorded. Um, so we're going to have it, we're going to have the whole track from Let Me In This A Night. Uh, so it includes kind of a John Reed piece and then Garbly Old Gall and Hacky Honey. That's what we'll finish with. Uh, but first, had a little bit of kind of some interesting, well, I don't know. <laughs> Let's go to the mail coach first, and then we will get started with those new teams. So I don't know that this is fair to call mail, um, but shortly after I posted the uh, episode, actually immediately after I posted the episode, uh, people... Somebody was complaining that I didn't include Miss McLeod of Rossi, uh, and 
quick. Sure enough, the reason that I kept thinking in the episode that I knew Campbell's are coming as a different tune or like part of a Métis fiddle tradition because I heard it so much at Grand Portage, it's because I played it at Grand Portage. Um, so yeah, this is in Donald McDonald's collection as Miss McLeod of Rossi. Uh, I'm not going to play it again. I feel like we played that tune enough times last episode. And honestly, I was sort of, sort of funny to... I was, I was really afraid to play a Peabrook last episode and convince people were going to say what you're doing there is wrong and you should burn your bagpipes. And instead, uh, I got the how dare you not include yet another setting of Miss McLeod's reel. Um, by the way, I think it's safe to say that Miss McLeod's reel, uh, that's how that tune is probably best known in Scotland too, is Miss McLeod's uh, and likely Miss McLeod's of Rossi. So like I say, I'll link to Donald McDonald's setting, but I'm not going to play that tune again. Uh, let's get on to Fitzmaurice. So I decided to play the first two tunes as a set. So that's A Connacht Air and Spatter the Dew. Um, something, I don't know, Fitzmaurice feels different from O'Farrell and some of the other collections I've looked at um, than Jackson. Jackson's celebrated Irish tunes. Like It's, it's a nice variety of tune types. Um, it does seem pretty consistently that he starts with a slow air, um, and it's pretty cool. This one is, um, so yeah, this one is a Connacht Air and a Spatter the Dew. Connacht Air sounds familiar to me, like it is someplace, uh, it is also something else, um, but I couldn't, couldn't find it, sent it around to some of my, well, to one of my tune-finding buddy, uh, Ryan Benke, like, Ryan, what is this? And he didn't recognize it. So once again, if you recognize this as something other than a Connacht Air, let me know. Uh, and I think it just flows pretty nicely into Spatter the Dew.
sure if I mentioned it. Um, so Fitzmaurice's collection was published in Edinburgh, and Fitzmaurice lived there for a number of years, the beginning of the 19th century. Um, this tune book is probably published around 1806 or 1807. Uh, the cool thing about Fitzmaurice is he shows up in quite a lot of kind of, he has a little bit more robust record than O'Farrell and people of that sort. So I'll talk more about that stuff later. Key Sangers published three or four different articles, uh, kind of talking about Fitzmaurice or Fitzmaurice and Murphy, uh, and just some of these pipers in general. So, uh, I feel like I've got four versions of this podcast where I can kind of do some kind of a justice or history of Fitzmaurice based on reading through Sanger's work, but this time it's just going to be more tune playthrough. Um, so the only, you know, uh, tunes I could find that were similar to Spatter the Dew, I guess I didn't really look, I just played other versions of Spatter the Dew, um, but this is going to be Canon Goodman's setting. It's the same tune, but it only has uh, two parts rather than uh, Fitzmaurice's much more robust setting. So here is Goodman's Spatter the Dew. Remember, Goodman's from around 1860 or so. we are going to play Francis O'Neill's setting. Pretty sure this is a different tune. Uh, it's still called Spatter the Dew, still a 9-8, which is the reason why I'm hesitant to say definitively, this is not the same tune. Um, anyway, so this is Francis O'Neill's setting from 1907. Definitively, this is not Spatter the Dew from Fitzmaurice, but same name. Uh, this is from Roche's collection, uh, which is 1912, I think. Uh, both Francis O'Neill and Roche's collection, I couldn't really find a good um, like archive copy that was available online, so I'm just linking to the traditional tune archive to look at the notes, but uh, everything else, there is good links to um, usable sources. So anyway, here is the real 
uh, Spider the Dew as a reel, as Roche has it. to Fitzmaurice's tunes. Uh, this one is quite a fun kind of rollicking tune. This is Moggy, Will You Come Again? with variations. Uh, I think Spatter the Dew also might have technically said Spatter the Dew with variations. Uh, this tune, again, I couldn't find any concordance. Uh, can you tell that I just learned the word concordance this week? <laughs> like, I've read the word time and time again, but uh, failed to actually kind of process what it meant until I asked somebody, like, hey, what does that mean? And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's what I'm looking for all the time. Uh, anyway, so I couldn't find any concordances with Moggy Will You Come Again, but it really reminded me of uh, kind of Highland piping from the 90s and aughts. So I think there probably is another version of this tune out there, um, kind of the, the base of it. Um, but anyway, here it is uh, from 1807-ish, uh, Fitzmaurice's Moggy Will You Come Again with Variations. Thank you. 
I think I threw out the better take of that tune. Um, Fitzmaurice has a repeat that I think you can skip, uh, and you probably noticed it. Uh, I guess it's the one, two, three, four, the fourth part. He's got a repeat in there that I think it's better if you don't repeat it. Um, and I recorded it that way, but I have clearly deleted that take. <laughs> so anyway, good tune though. Uh, so like I said, it really reminds me of some kitchen pipey stuff. So I'm going to paste in a tune. Uh, I think I, I've posted around asking if people know what it is. Nobody's come up with an answer for me. It's either a tune called The Storm, uh, which is not the tune that most people refer to as the storm or it is a tune written by my buddy shane osprey that i have no idea what the title is or if i'm playing it at all correctly um but it does indeed sound like um acdc at the beginning uh crazy train so uh, anyway here's this tune if you've got another name for it let me know and i'm recording this on a new read for the old hardy channer which works, um, but it's much harder than the last read. When I tried to pinch up, I could, but it turned all the drones off because it took so much pressure. Uh, anyway, here's the mystery tune. Maybe it's the stand was the suggestion that it was a tune that I learned from all the pipers at Fort William Historical Park about 10 years ago called the stand. I thought it was called the storm, but I can't find either of those things because it's too generic of a term. So anyway, if you recognize it, let me know. Um, okay, what's next? Let's go back to uh, Fitzmaurice. So this is Billy O'Rourke.
So there are many tunes that uh, bear a striking resemblance to Billy O'Rourke. We'll go chronologically. Let's start with William William Bicker's manuscript uh, from 1770. Why did you promise to marry? And now for this next tune, we're using, I think this is a new collection to me, uh, Bruce and Stoke uh, collection of tunes called Northumbrian Minstrelsy. There's some really cool things in Bruce and Stoke. It's from 1882, so a little bit later than the stuff I like to focus on, but there's like a full list of kind of the the typical repertoire of a Northumbrian musician, which is kind of neat to look at. yeah, this tune, I tell you, I, I spent a lot of time playing tunes that Matt Seattle has poked around in and figured out a bunch of different uh, related melodies and things. Um, and I don't know, I, I have always been fascinated by how people go about doing that. You know, using the internet today, it's not particularly difficult. Most A lot of people's work has already been done on traditional tune archive. And that's one of the perks of ABC notation, too, apparently, is you can, you know, search those that note. <laughs> cluster uh, through code and, and find concordances that way. Um, but I don't think that's how Matt was doing this when he was, you know, he still does this, but uh, when he published all the books that listed all those concordances. So anyway, I was, I know that Matt has a pretty intimate understanding of Vickers. And so I was on a phone call with him and just kind of asked at random, like, Hey, do you know any other tunes that are related to this? Why did you pr- promise to marry? basically without missing a beat he said i think that's hey jockey or jockey up in the hayloft from bruce and stoke and sure enough it is quite similar so anyway here is uh, jockey up in the hayloft from northumbrian minstrelsy like i said around 1882 and decided to throw some jaw harp on there too or maybe what it was called more commonly in northumberland or northumbria uh, a guga not 100% sure. I do know Trump, Guga, uh, Mouth Harp, Jaws Harp, Jew Harp. There's all kinds of different names for this thing. Um, anyway, here is Jockey Up in the Hayloft. Mm-hmm. 
that wraps up the number one of Fitzmaurice's new collection. I think probably I'm going to wind up doing a couple of these in a go. I was looking at it, and it's not four. It's like seven or six. Um, so there's quite a few. <laughs> quite a few of these I came out with. Yeah, six total. Um, so quite a few tunes. Uh, as always, there'll be a link to the Google Book version uh, in the show notes so you can download it as a PDF. I'm not sure if my computer's broken or if this file is massive, but I, this this file keeps like failing for me on my PDF reader. It just runs out of RAM. But uh, anyway, have a look at it. It's a good tune, a uh, good bunch of tunes in there. And we'll be playing through a bunch of them uh, over the next probably couple of months, uh, kind of here and there. So anyway, I wanted to play some more stuff too. So like I said, still have these Banton border pipes on loan. And so I'm, uh, you know, never don't want to play a tune on those pipes. So I was looking for William Dixon tunes that didn't have any, I mean, it's tricky. Most of those William Dixon tunes have connections kind of all over the place. They're sort of the pop music of 1733 is what it seems like. And so you see connections in all sorts of different musical traditions. And so I've been looking for ones that don't have a ton of connecting dots, so I can just play them as standalones. Uh, and so that's why I'm playing Hacky Honey, which, uh, again, speaking of Matt, Matt hasn't been able to find any kind of connecting tunes, but it's a lovely tune. So here's Hacky Honey.
So when I started playing through that, uh, just looking at the book, it just something stuck in my head so bad. I had uh, somebody else playing this tune. I uh, was in the back of my head and I just spent way too long trying to figure out where it was. I thought I'd listened to it on SoundCloud and I thought maybe it was an album I bought on Bandcamp and finally figured out that it is. Uh, I listened to david greenberg and chris norman playing this and you can hear part of their track on the reclaimed uh album the lowland and border pipe societies but they kind of edited it so it's not the entirety of the piece uh and so got in touch with david and chris and they kindly um agreed to let me play their whole track uh on on the podcast here so this is from their album let me in this a night um the track is called general john reed and it begins with the John Reed piece and then Garb of the Old Gaul, which some people also say is written by John Reed, and then just an incredible setting of Hacky Honey. Uh, so you can hear the whole thing. So I have a link to kind of where you can stream it. It's on Spotify and Amazon Music. Um, I'm trying to hear where the best place to buy it is. It's not on Bandcamp, but um, yeah, I'll, I'll update the link in the show notes if I ever hear back from uh, Chris kind of giving me ideas about where the best place to buy that album is because it's it's good stuff um so yeah that's what we're going to go out on um not sure if we're going to have an episode next week i'm going to be traveling um i i have a little bit of a uh, record or a little bit of an, uh, an episode kind of recorded and in the can already um and i'm hoping to start an audiobook uh kind of format for a couple of episodes as we go forward so anyway don't be surprised if there's no episode next week or if there's a very small episode next week followed by a very different episode uh we'll kind of see how it is going uh i'll be posting kind of regular updates about what's going on over on the patreon page so if you're a patron of the podcast you'll be in the loop a little bit better than everybody else so uh yeah that's about it and yeah once again thanks to chris and david and let's go out to uh general john reed or general reed is the name of the track on their album let me end this a night